Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. On this episode, we do not have Kat or JJ. They're enjoying the summer. However, we do have Nurse Meg. You'll remember Nurse Meg came on uh, about six months ago, and she shared some really spooky stories uh, for her work in the hospital that I know you all really enjoyed. So we brought her back to help us on this episode. Meg, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. It's so good to be back. I love uh, the creepy world. I'm ready to dive in. Yeah, absolutely. And we are excited to have you here. And remember, fans, you can check out all her content at Nurse Meg RN on TikTok, Instagram, and make sure you check out NurseMegRN.com on her website where she posts a lot of good content there as well. And on this episode, we have another guest from TikTok. It does seem like that's where we get most of our guests these days. Spooky Talk has been very kind to us. We have Drees. He has some spooky stuff that happened in his home and we always love it when you can go onto TikTok or any of these platforms and see the actual haunting stuff taking place in real time. The stuff definitely spooked me and I can't wait to hear about it. Dries, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are you? Good, good. So one thing we like to find out, and I'm going to ask both of you this question, Meg, since it has been a minute since you've been on. Where are y'all on kind of what we call the believometer? Zero meaning you don't believe in ghosts at all. Ten meaning ghosts are absolutely real. Meg, can you remind us where you fall on that meter? Okay, so I don't remember what I said last time. <laughs> but since we spoke, I did move into a 100-year-old house in a historic neighborhood in Florida and I am definitely like on a scale from one to 10, a 10. Like, wow. There's, there's something, there's another world out there. I'm 100% convinced. Okay. Well, the beauty of the Believometer, as anybody who listens to this podcast knows, it's always changing. I feel like on a lot of episodes, Kat will start at a four and end at a nine, and I'm kind of guilty of that as well. So no shame in that. And Dries, where do you fall on that? I know you've had some spooky stuff going on in your home that you've managed to record. Has that made you a complete believer? Are you still a little skeptical? Um, it's, I'm kind of, I would say I'm like at eight because I don't really know what it is. So like, although like crazy stuff has happened, I'm not sure that it's ghosts. Like, I don't know, you know, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. It, I don't know. I can explain further, but it, it, later on, but yeah, it's pretty, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way the world's going now, it. maybe yeah. it's just really, really, really tiny aliens. Pushing exactly. Yeah. We'll find out June 1st when, yeah. when the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is getting real. Well, okay. That's interesting. I, I never really know what to expect. I mean, we've had mediums come on that claim to literally talk to the dead or talk to spirit and say that they're like a seven or an eight. So it, it is, I think that's why it's always a, a good question to ask because it kind of puts things in perspective for me and for the audience. So, Dries, another thing we kind of like to know, where did your journey with the supernatural start? Did it start at a young age for you? Did it start when you moved into this home? When did you kind of go, okay, there's some spooky stuff in this world? 
It probably like I got into like deep into like the conspiracy and crazy stuff when I was like a freshman in high school. So probably like wow. 2008. Like this is when YouTube still took forever to load. And like I was going down the rabbit hole, like reptilians, aliens, like all these crazy like ghost videos and stuff. At 14 and, years old. Yeah, it's was, it was pretty wild. And then, um, the first time I had like a weird experience, like I, I've lived all over the country because my dad's in the military. So, well, I would say the first experience I've had at this house, I was a little kid. Um, this is originally my grandparents' house. And um, I was, you know, the little the little electric Jeeps that they have that you drive around. Mm-hmm. So I was driving around the house and I swore like someone said my name. Like, I, I don't remember how old I was, but like, like it stuck with me so deep that the memory is like, I feel like I, like it was yesterday, but I could hear, it was almost like I heard the voice in my head, but it was someone calling me. So I went inside and then they were like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't call you. We didn't ask you to come in or anything. So it was just like Idris, like it was just like a loud voice and it was like almost in my head and it was really strange. So that was the first thing that's ever happened um, at this house in particular. (laughs) The audible versus the visual is always really interesting. We, we hear a lot of those stories on the podcast. Meg, your experience in the hospital, I know you had some kind of phenomenons that you saw. Did you ever hear anything as far as like audible whispers or anything like that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, especially between the hours of like two and four, when some patients are sleeping sometimes you'll hear things or you'll think somebody is like calling for you or you'll hear footsteps. That one's super common. Or you'll hear children. That's the creepiest one because I've never worked on a peds floor ever. And when you hear like children giggling or something at three in the morning, when like half the lights are off, you're like, no, that's not, that's not normal. There's something there. (laughs) Oh yeah. Auditory is, is definitely a thing. Yeah. That's so spooky. Cause I feel like with you know, something you hear, you can kind of try to convince yourself, you know, the old saying of like, Oh, I'm just hearing things, you know, but when in reality, like how often do we just hear things? Like, it's not like a common thing, you know, I'm not driving my car and just hear some imaginary Bob be like, Hey, what's up Noah. And it's like, you know, so there's probably something to that. And Meg, you have kids, right? Is that right? I I made two children. (laughs) <laughs> Congratulations. Um, and Idris, you have kids as well. Is that, is that right? Yeah, I have a seven-year-old daughter. She'll be eight in October. So. Oh, lovely. Awesome. Oh, my daughter just turned eight. Oh, it's a great Oh, wow. That's so cool. Well, welcome to the uh, baby cast uh, <laughs> for ghosts. But no, I was going to ask. So, so, Meg, you said that you heard like baby or not baby. You heard like children's footsteps and stuff because you have children because i found that that's really kind of impacted my view of the world and the way i experience things now is different than before i had a child did hearing kind of like creepy kid stuff really freak you out more after you had children um oh great question i don't i don't know when i was in the moment and we would hear children giggling or like yeah it was always like giggling or like a soft laugh or something like that it would actually like it, it wouldn't creep me out as much as if I heard like something slam or fall. Cause it feels less threatening. So it feels like, Oh, maybe there's like good, a happy ghost that are just <laughs> like hanging around and not trying to harm anyone. 
Uh, one can dream. I mean, so I, I know you mentioned things slamming and that injuries that that's, I mean, that's the video. The first one I saw on, on your page was, I, I think it was a, a door slamming and it, it seemed pretty brutal was where did the hauntings escalate at the home from you thinking you heard like a voice as a child to more kind of violent actions in there? Uh, stuff started picking up the more I like, so like when I film videos, it doesn't just happen right away. Like I'm sitting there for hours on end. So like the more I pick at it, the more violent it seems. But like sometimes it, it's playful and other times it's like annoyed. Like it seems like. So that's why I kind of chilled out with the videos. Cause like with my kid living with me, like if she hears me in the hallway saying, Hey, you're going to do something. <laughs> and then the door slams or like something weird happens. She'll freak out and then not want to live with me anymore. So yeah. that's fair <laughs> yeah. too. I feel like. Yeah. So that's like, I kind of chilled out with, with taunting the ghosts. Um, I feel yeah. like we need to talk about the video because the video like you have some balls. Like the video is you sitting in the hallway, literally taunting the ghost. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you even there? Like yeah. bullying the ghost. And then the, it's like, there's so much anger in the energy and the way that it slams the door was <laughs> so scary. And then you didn't just like get up and run away. You walked towards the freaking door and opened it oh my gosh i would have never done that and you're like looking behind the door and looking all around the room oh my god yeah why? when i watched that i was literally right? just like nope 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 why why <laughs> yeah because if i didn't people would be like oh it's fake i mean they still say it's everything's fake either way but it's just i don't know like they try to say that i have my daughter closing the doors my if my daughter's in a dark room by herself for more than a millisecond it's crying screaming and you know like, <laughs> so i don't know like i think like w like people say i'm not scared but like i think i have a monotone like scared voice because i'm just like i really don't want to do this but i'm gonna get it on camera for the people so <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah i am scared my heart's racing but i gotta try to keep it calm cool that way it doesn't think it's winning because this is my house <laughs> now imagine start <laughs> it starts up again but nah um yeah uh well, yeah. where did, so from hearing the voice, what was kind of the next level of escalation for you in the home? Uh, so that was when I was a kid. And then, like I said, I've moved all over. So um, the second kind of paranormal thing I had was in Texas when I was doing all this like deep diving and uh, I was going to sleep. And I used to be able to do this thing where like when I'm trying to go to sleep, I could like it would almost sound like when you walk into a cafeteria, like you could hear a whole bunch of voices. Like it would be like, it would start out like white noise and voices. And then um, I sound like a schizophrenic right now, but, <laughs> yeah, but, but basically, uh, so like I used to do this thing where I could like hear like voices talking, but I couldn't like pick out what they were saying. And the one time, like I was laying there, I was doing it again. And then a, a lady's voice came through and was like, when are you going to come see us? And it scared me to death. Like I woke up instantly and like, I never did it again since then. And then what I've come to realize is that I possibly could have been trying to astral project without knowing what it was. So I think that's what I heard was like someone in the, someone saying, Hey, when are you going to fully come out and talk to us or see us? And I'm like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I haven't really done that since. Uh, so then 
uh, fast forward back to me moving out here again in 2016. Um, like there was always like little weird stuff, like noises and like a door would shut, but you'd just kind of be like, oh, the window's open or maybe it was just a gust of wind or the air pressure. Like, so yeah. Um, if you want like a monumental one, it was my, my grandma uh, passed away, but when she was still living, I came home the one night and like, when you walk in my house, like right to the right is like the stairway to go upstairs and you can see her room right there. So I saw her literally saw her walk like as she was just getting into her room and then turning into her bathroom, like at the angle that you're at, you can see like if she were to walk in the bathroom. So I go upstairs to go talk to her. No one's in the bathroom. And then I come back downstairs. She's sitting there watching TV. And I'm like, I swear to God, I just saw you walk into your room and into the bathroom. And she laughed it off. And she's really into like paranormal stuff too. But how old were you when that happened? That was like, so 2016. So, okay. 20, so you weren't like a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was 20, a 20 something. But. Wow. So we had one guest on. Um, and if our fans want to find the episode, you can just search for Doppelganger. And we've been told, and, and it's also my opinion just from being a host on that episode It's probably our scariest episode just because the way she was able to describe the experience was like truly bone chilling. But basically uh, our guest said that when she, I think it was like 11 or 12, she was in her bed and she felt the bed start to shake a little bit. I mean, it's like straight out of a horror movie and it's the bed just kept trying to like, it felt like something to me was like trying to antagonize her to the point that she finally leaned over the bed and then when she did and she looked down like at the same time that she was leaning down and looking out her doppelganger was sliding out of the Ooh. underneath the bed and looking up and it was almost like a white walker version of herself i think is how she described it that's yeah, and i just got chills just oh, oh my God. <laughs> all over me oh my god yeah that so um i always think about that episode whenever people talk about doppelganger stuff i had somebody once there's a youtuber and i don't i don't know his name but one of my friends that had been probably sent me a picture one day and dude looks just like like i thought it was me and then there was somebody i went out for an oculus rift commercial um it was like a print ad now this is just how this stuff works, but I didn't get it. And, uh, but I made it like towards the end and they, they booked somebody who I swear is my twin. I mean, same beard, like facial stri I sent it to my parents and I was like, Hey, look, I got this uh, gig. And they were like, Oh, wow. Congratulations. And then like way <laughs> later in the day, they were like, wait, this isn't you, is it? This person looks <laughs> a little younger than you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, anyway, so you just never know. It's super weird. I mean, granted, I didn't see a, a ghostly version of myself walking around. So how did you kind of adjust when that happened? I mean, I feel like that's a hard thing just to shrug off seeing somebody duplicate themselves and walk around the house. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of didn't pay any mind to it. Honestly, I was just like, maybe I was just seeing stuff like what it is, what it is. And um, yeah, like when my grandma was alive, the activity, like she was always walking around. So like, I never really paid attention to it. Cause I always assumed like it was probably just her, fiddling around with something in the hallway or something so like after she passed away is when i really started to notice like just weird stuff and then i feel like she even left me a sign the one time so my grandma would uh she would like i would clean my bathroom religiously she would the, the very next day would clean it again i'm like dude what are you doing but she would always do this thing where she would tuck in the shower curtains like 
So instead of like the outside shower curtain hanging over, she would push it in. And I never do that. And I always keep my shower curtain open. Like I, and she would always close it. And like, I never close it. Like who, who closes shower curtains? Like you know, it slows you down when you're trying to get back in, you know? But uh, So the one day, like, and this was like, I don't know, maybe like a month or two after she passed away, I go in my bathroom, shower curtains closed and tucked in. I'm like, like, who the hell did that? Like, you know, like I don't do that, you know? And uh, I asked my uncle and he was like, I was like, has anybody been in my bathroom? And, and he's like, no, nobody has. And I'm like, so I don't know. Maybe she left a little sign that I need to clean my bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she's trying to take care of you from beyond the grave. Yeah, my dad and her had an agreement that, like, when she passed away, that if she, if there was an afterlife, she would leave him a sign or try to signal him or something like that. So maybe I don't know if you're bound to like the state you live in, or because my dad lives in Florida, so maybe she was. I don't know. There was this other time though, I was like shortly after she died, I was talking to uh, my uncle's girlfriend and I was saying, yeah, it just doesn't feel like she's dead. And I swear to God, my, I had an air fryer that was sitting on the ground. It completely topples over and starts rolling past us. And I was like, and, and I think we caught it on one of the cameras downstairs, but um, yeah, it, it was, it was wild. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like we both stopped in dead silence. And when everybody came home, we were like, dude, like the, I was talking about Amy. I said, yes, yeah, I don't think it doesn't feel like she's dead. And as soon as that left my mouth, the damn air fire started rolling down. The, 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 like it was wild, completely wild. And uh, yeah. Well, that's really interesting. Cause there seems to be a bit of a trend with your stories is that, you can kind of speak these paranormal instances into existence. I mean, have you ever thought about like, maybe you're a ghost whisperer? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, so I, so I, I paid a, uh, oh man, what's her name? Sandra Lauren, I think is her name. Uh, she's like a psychic medium. And like, I was like having a rough place in my life. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with my life. So I paid her. And then she was saying like that based on my, like, numbers i think it like my birthday numbers and stuff that i could do the same thing that she does and she's like a medium so i i don't know I, well I don't it's know. funny that you say that because that was i mean what i asked was kind of a leading question that's what i was going to ask you if you had ever talked to a medium if they'd given you advice on that because the way you're talking about hearing like you know voices before you went to sleep and and the kind of how the door to the supernatural has opened for you because a lot of guests we have come on and Meg, you can probably speak to this too. It's like instances happen around you, but you're not necessarily calling for those instances into your life. Whereas Dries, it seems like you're kind of like, Hey ghost, show yourself. And then like something flies across the room. Yeah. yeah. Like I do feel like some people, the veil is thinner for them between like this world and like whatever dimension or afterworld or whatever it is and i feel like your veil is super thin yeah like I you're mean, really connected yeah i mean i do have like really good like intuition i don't want to claim to be this do it guy, jump in you know like yeah you know you know I, I said, your icon yeah, I, would make us think otherwise that you had when you joined okay, i'll explain that back to the icon <laughs> yeah. I'm so curious all right so when i was a kid my uncle like so me and my uncle are like i think like four years age difference so we're like we grew up together 
So when we were kids and I would make him mad, like, I don't know how it came about, but he was like, everybody calls me Drees. Like that's my nickname. So he was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that has been, that has been like a thing for, for like the longest thing. So I paid some, some artists on Fiverr to make my face in like a Jesus like robe type thing. So it was like a, a, a running joke. Like I sent it to uh, my family. I'm like, Jesus Christ is here. No oh need gosh. to fear. That's really funny. You definitely should get like a Dwight style bobblehead made. Of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sell that thing as merch or throw it on a shirt or something. Oh man, that's so crazy. Well, Meg, I'm curious. You said you just recently moved into an older home. Have you had any similar experiences taking place in your home that Dries has had in his? So my children are young. They're eight and six. And so my daughter, I feel like she's kind of like Dries where the veil is a little bit thinner for her between like the spirit world and this physical world. And she'll say certain things to me that are like really weird. Like there was a super red cardinal that landed on our deck and it was very strangely close to us. And my daughter goes, oh, your grandpa's here. What? Uh, okay, thanks, Daisy. And then I like brushed it off. And then she was like, you know, I was like visited last night in my dreams by this creature. And she starts to like describe this creature. And I'm like, I don't want to like tell her no. So I just like, listen, you know, eight years old, like they're so imaginative, but she did tell me <laughs> this was like a week after we moved in. She's like, you know, there's two people that live under your bed and sometimes they come visit me when I'm sleeping, but they usually just stay under your bed. Nope. And a woman and they don't really have eyes. Yeah. So what's for breakfast? <laughs> That's some like haunting on Hill House stuff. You better watch out, Meg. So creepy. But I haven't personally experienced anything in the house. I do a lot of like protection stuff, a lot of like Palo Santo and like sage that I get from like the Native American tribes that are local that I burn and like a lot of stuff to protect the house. So maybe that's why I haven't personally experienced anything. So you're not like Dries. You don't go in the middle of the house and say, show yourself, you damn spirits. I am not that brave. Like Dries, I could, I am floored. I watched this video 45 times in a row. I was like, who is this dude that can just like literally bully a spirit and be like, come on, show yourself. What are you doing? Like in his face. And then listen, oh, I have another question, Dries. When he slammed, or I, was, I said he, but whatever it was, whatever energy slammed the door, what was that knocking sound? Like, was oh, I that, that you, or was that the no, thing? Yeah, so I, I think I, the video, yeah, yeah, I know. So when I went to grab the doorknob, it like knocked, like right as I was going to grab it. Because you kind of step back, if I remember correctly, doesn't yeah. that happen? You kind of step back for a second. Yeah, like, what it the... creeped me out a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, because <laughs> I know nobody's in there. So, like, the fact that I'm hearing that is like terrifying me. So, but like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know if you guys believe in God, but like, can't nothing touch you, man, when you're, when you got really strong faith. I don't know. Yeah. So, so you feel protected. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got Dreesus right here. Of course, nothing can touch him. <laughs> I feel protected right now. Any theories about like what it was? Some people like want to say that it's a kid. And then I don't know, like, because I started doing a deep diving into like alternate dimensions and like, 
like what if like i'm the ghost in another dimension and me yelling hey do this and then some kid or something that's in this other dimension that's hearing me even though nobody else is hearing me is like all right slams the door you know so i i don't know like i do my brain goes all over the place well have you ever used like a ouija board or anything in the home I'm not diving into the dark arts like that. <laughs> Look at Meg's People, face. She's like, yeah. no, 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 no. I did buy a spirit box though. Um, a little like the thing that channels like all mm-hmm. like, so I have like, I bought like, it's like an expensive one that does two at the same time, two re- radio frequencies. And I went on live a few times and uh, messed with it. And so, like, so when somebody recorded my live and like, although like I would ask it questions like, Hey, what's your name? I didn't hear it, but in the recording, you can hear it responding, which is really weird. Hmm. And I guess the spirit's name is Sarah from the recording that I was sent. But, um, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't know what to make of spirit boxes. I, um, I have, I don't have a spirit box. We messed around with, uh, whatever that app is. It has like, pre-programmed in mm. noises or whatever that was weird um and then there's another app where it's like ghost tube or something and we used that to on one of our episodes but i kind of pranked cat with that i don't know if y'all saw it but she uh it was so funny it was after one of our episodes and our guest was like you guys gotta try this app so of course we did it in our wrap up and there's like some ghost noise that keeps reappearing on our podcast and so cat was trying to channel that because we've been told it lives inside their home and it sounds like a female voice so I, she was like, uh, you know, uh, ma'am, are you here or something like that? And I just waited till she wasn't paying attention. I was just like, yes. And it came through their computer speakers and she like threw the phone in the air and took off running out of the room and we have it all recorded. It was like, if, if, um, audience, if you're listening to this and you still haven't seen it, just check out our TikTok or Instagram, uh, real hauntings podcast. It's on their cat hates me a little bit that I did that to her because her face, I mean, her face was it's so terrified, which I would have been too, if I believed it. And I am like snorting, laughing hard during the entire thing. So, but yeah, I don't know. Meg, what do you think about uh, those spirit boxes? Have you ever played around with those? I actually went on a ghost tour for like on a date on Friday night. There's a ghost tour in Sanford, Florida, which is a super historic town. It's like hundreds and hundreds of years old. And uh, yeah, they can use one of those. There's one guy who took us into this like super old building where a lot of like tragic, horrible stuff had happened. And like, I guess you can't pick it up with your human ears, but when you record it and play it back, somehow the frequencies are different. Like it's 444 to whatever the other frequency is. And I, I mean, where what are those voices coming from like it has to come from some source right like there's no matter that's created or destroyed so it's something well are you do you feel like you're someone that is kind of like Dries was saying like intuitive like do you get moments where you because we've had guests be like i feel the presence of a ghost like did you have any of that on that date where you guys were going out there for that Oh yeah, absolutely. I felt that way. Like since I was a kid and I remember my mom telling me like, Oh, you know, our family is like a long line of like Brujaria and stuff from like Cuba and the Caribbean islands. There's a lot of witches and like some interesting 
dark magic stuff in our blood. And apparently you can tell, like, if you look at your thumb and if you have like this eyeball on your thumb, on both thumbs, apparently you're like a witch with, with witch blood or something. So I've always felt like certain presences safe in certain places or dark in certain other places. And when we did the ghost tour and we went to a certain place, I felt like a really creepy, like little girl type of presence. And then the ghost tour leader started to talk about a little girl who was murdered in the building. And I was like, Oh no, <laughs> that's why that's so crazy to me. Like that's, I don't know. That's like one of the coolest things with the supernatural is hearing people saying they can pick up on stuff and then somebody kind of uh, verifying that for them. Well, is that your backup TikTok? Is it witch Meg? Do you have one of those? Or? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to stay on the good side, on the right side of whatever, whatever TikTok or life that there is. Um, well, one day we're going to do our, our um, seance with real hauntings. And now that we're all vaccinated, I'm, I'm thinking we're, I'm going to try to schedule it for Savannah, Georgia, because we've uh, had on a couple tour guides from there. And, you know, that's pretty close to us since we're in Atlanta. So maybe in the next couple of months, we can do that. I only bring that up because to me, seances kind of feel like part of the dark side of the supernatural. So We'll see what happens. Not, you know, hopefully my kid doesn't get haunted or anything like that. Why am I even putting that out there? I don't know. Anyway. Don't bring your kids. Don't bring your kids. I'll, <laughs> I'll come. I'll drive the three hours. I'll, I'll hold a crystal in my hand and a Bible in the other hand. <laughs> but I will come. We'll get, uh, we'll wear our, uh, our Dreesus shirts, you know, to give us some extra protection. <laughs> Holy <Dreesus. laughs> yeah, I don't claim to be the savior. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, my ex-girlfriend's from, uh, Botswana in Africa and her aunt came down, uh, to visit the one time and everybody, they were all like, Oh, she's a witch doctor. This is and that she'll like, read your mind and stuff like that so i was like don't tell her i'm interested in any of this i just want to go sit next to her and talk to her so like you know i was just sitting there talking to her and then she just starts like looking at me and she's like she starts i, I don't know like like that it was a strong african accent and she was like uh, she's like you are anointed i see the light on you like this is all sorts of crazy stuff i was like oh man and then she was like uh she was like yeah i see your future in tech which is crazy because like a few years later I'm in IT now. So it was like really strange, but yeah. <laughs> like, and then apparently my wife is going to be a blonde haired, blue eyed white woman. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's what she said. And a nurse too, on top of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hey, it sounds like a good payday to me. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I know your nurse. Okay. Audience. Um, I am going to play the video now where we're in Dries's home. He's sitting on his hallway floor. If you're on his account, you'll see his foot kind of bobbing up and down and there's a video right above it. Um, that has 1.1 million views where he's asleep on a pillow. So it's the one under that. So I'm going to play it now. We're going to listen to it all the way through. You should be able to hear the door shut and his reaction. Okay, so you want me to make all this noise when I'm in my room, but now I'm in the hallway. You don't want to do anything. Are you scared or something? Jeez. Okay. Guys, I'm not joking. There is nobody. God. There's nobody in here at all. Look, I'm gonna go right behind the door. 
nobody back here. I know it's a little dark, guys. Apologize. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that gives our audience a pretty good idea of what we've been referring to. So, I mean, you clearly see that door slam shut. And then what Meg brought up was that knocking. And my favorite is your reaction to it. So, you're just like, ah. Um, yeah, that's like, that's my, uh, like, in the beginning, the reason why I sound so irritated and angry is because, like, I was sitting there for like, I don't even know how many hours, like, like there, sometimes it happens fast. Other times, like I'll be sitting there for hours and nothing happens. So, and then when I go in my room, I'll start hearing stuff. So that's why, like, I was getting annoyed. Like, I'm like, bro, you want to make all this noise and stuff when I'm in my room. Then when I'm calling you out, you don't want to do nothing. Like, so I was getting annoyed. <laughs> well, and that's not the only video you have on your TikTok with supernatural occurrences in your home. So the other one, if I remember correctly, it involves like a, a can sitting on like mm -hmm. a, um, like a, a desk or something that flies off. Can you tell us about what happened there? Yeah. So usually in that room is where like, I, like, and that's, that's like our spare bedroom that my uncle's son sleeps in sometimes. So like, I would hear like random stuff. Like I would think it would be my daughter in there and then it wasn't in there. And um, like, I, I asked it like before I started recording, I asked it to do something like move the blinds and uh, uh, it like the blinds kind of fluttered. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> and then uh, like I was playing around because I thought it was just my mind. So I was like, in the name of Jesus, I command you to move something. And then the can just boosh, like just fell over. I was like, whoa. And then um, I went back and then the, I asked it to move something specific like the car. And I, I like it, the car just started like slowly rolling. Like it, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty nuts. Huh? Oh gosh. How much evidence do you need? That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. People, people will try to tear apart any video, but like there's even one that I have where like I put powder on the floor and um, like there's like people say that it's my, my kids handprints that got on the wall. Like, cause like, like you can see like the footprints and then there's like handprints and like, like I, I can't explain it. And like, I've told people like recreate it. <laughs> Cause like, like even to I still haven't wiped it off. It's still on the wall. Like the handprints are still on the wall. And um, like, like I even tried myself to put a flower on the wall and have it keep a handprint. It doesn't work. So oh my I don't, I don't know what's holding it there. Like whatever, you know? <laughs> well, I know you mentioned that, um, you know, you do believe in God. I, I'm curious, have you ever thought about having a priest come out and bless the home or reaching out to anybody who does that kind of stuff? See, like the only time it picks up really bad is when I'm messing with it. Uh, any other time it's like, like when I'm going to sleep, it'll like be messing with my closet doors or something like that. But like, I ignore it and I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. But, um, it doesn't really get like crazy slamming doors unless if I'm picking at it on end, like nonstop. So like, I, I don't know. It's like you have like a ghost you, scab or something. Yeah. I feel like when you bring a priest in, that's when the exorcist happens, head starts spinning, throw up going everywhere. Like, so I don't want, I don't want none of it. And I don't know. I have this weird thing like with like, I don't know, like exorcisms, Catholic priests, like, I don't know. There's that. I don't know. Nothing against Catholic people, but it's just some weird stuff on that side of the planet. You know, <laughs> I wish we knew more about exorcisms and stuff. We had a Catholic guest on one time who was like an extremely devout Catholic and 
um, I started asking questions about exorcisms and man, he clammed up faster than, I mean, it was, it was really fascinating just to watch him experience me asking those questions. He clearly had no interest in talking. He was like, yes, they're real. I don't want to talk about it. And I was just like, okay. All right. I think a lot of the people who get exercise are Catholic. I think if I can remember like the whole, I don't remember what the, the real exorcism person's right. name was, but I'm pretty sure she was Catholic, a couple other people. So I don't know if it's like only in that religion or I don't know. It's weird. Well, check this out. We had a guest on, uh, her name was May or her name is Maeve. She shared with us that her great uncle was one of the priests who performed the exorcist exorcism from the movie, the exorcist oh, like the, that it was really based on. And we were just, and we didn't know that when we booked her, she had, um, similar to you, she had some stuff on video that had happened in her home. And so we were just talking about that and, and she dropped that little tidbit of knowledge on us. And we were like, wait, let's rewind and go back. <laughs> you can't just say that. And <laughs> we, Move on. Well, we are kind of coming up on an hour, but I want to make sure we cover everything that you feel like, um, you know, that's been big and noteworthy in your experience with the supernatural. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you'd like to talk about? I don't know. I guess some people, I, I don't know. I don't like being the Jesus freak push, push God on everybody, but like the Jesus a lot of people, freak. Yeah, yeah, the Jesus freak. But like a lot of people like message me all the time, like, Hey, like, I feel like I'm being possessed or this, this and that. And I don't know. I strongly believe that if you have faith and a higher power, whatever it is, and you do good, that you'll be protected. And like, it, unless if you're like intentionally opening, opening yourself up, to allow spirits or whatever it is to uh, uh, like enter your mind or whatever. And I think if you stay away from doing that stuff, like Ouija boards and you'll be all right. <laughs> Just don't go into a, a cemetery asking to talk to spirits and then wonder why you, when you come home, you're seeing stuff and shadows. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I will say some of the scariest stories we've had have started with, well, I got a Ouija board when I was young and I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't close out of it properly. And now I've been haunted my entire life. And it's like, yeah. all right, not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Dries, please tell our fans where they can find all of your content. Obviously you have a big social media following. We do appreciate you coming onto our podcast and sharing your stories with us. Yeah. I love talking about the spooky stuff. Just let me know when I can come back. I got got way more stories. Like that was just like the the surface. Like I got a ton more, but um, yeah, just Dries Perry on TikTok. I like don't really... And, and that's D R E E S E. And then is there a space or underscore or anything? No, so it's actually D R E E Z and then P E R R Y, all one word. Okay, uh, perfect. TikTok, yeah, yeah um, y'all make sure you go check that out. He's got a lot of content on there, and some of the videos have like millions, millions of views, um, which is 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 cool to see. Well, Drees, thank you so much for joining us. Meg, did you have any other questions for Drees before we get him out of here? Would you recommend asking a spirit in my house? Like, are you afraid? Like, what are you afraid of? Would you recommend me doing that or other people doing that? It depends on how strong your faith is. Like, if you like, I don't know, like if you like, like, I don't believe that anything can hurt me. Like, although like I'm not calling on to the voodoo people to sense (laughs) But, you know, like, like whatever's in my house, I'm not afraid of it. So like, if you, if you have something in your house that you're not really afraid of, I mean, you could try to communicate with it. I mean, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I don't know if it's really ghosts or what we're experiencing, but it's something could be ghosts 
or it could be something worse or it could be like alternate dimensions that were, you know, there's certain places on earth that kind of coexist. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're confident that you're okay, going to be okay, then sure. Go for it. But <laughs> I wouldn't recommend you just go talking mess and, you know, trying to agitate it. Cause you might end up like one of these conjuring movies, you know what I mean? <laughs> so. All right. So have faith and believe I'm protected. Okay, cool. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. All right, Dries. Well, you have a, a good rest of the night and we'll make sure to get you back on, maybe do a guest host or something like that. We really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. You guys right, have a good you. night. Okay, Meg, um, definitely don't go antagonize whatever the things are that live under your bed. I know the two, the, the, man and woman who live under my bed. <gasps> Meg, you should check out the episode we just posted. It's okay. So yeah, the guest we just posted it's psychic children, spirit babies and past lives. And basically we had this guest on Evelyn who she's a psychic medium and she discovered that her child when she was two had a past life and the way she discovered her kid was like super upset. Like she said, crying, like she'd never seen to me. The only thing I have a reference point for that with my kid is like, he's had one or two night terrors. It seemed like that. And so her kid is crying, 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 and she's comforting her. And she just says, I miss my other mommy. I miss my before mommy. And she was just kind of like, okay. And then she starts like as a two-year-old starts describing this whole past life and even describes her death from her prior life stuff that like I that like a two-year-old has no reason to lie right exactly and and they you wouldn't think they'd be sophisticated enough to articulate all that as well and so it was really fascinating hearing her talk about that and i will say she seemed like a very genuine down-to-earth person and she actually wrote the, the it impacted her impacted is that the right way to say that it had such a big impact on her uh i don't know if it's because you're a nurse but when i said impacted i thought of all the things that meant in the medical world (laughs) (laughs) and i was like ew that doesn't feel right but anyway uh that she went and she wrote a book that basically is like how to tell if your kid's a psychic or how to talk to your child if if they're showing things like that and we're going to actually do a giveaway for those books but just from what i know uh from you and and getting to talk to you a couple of times. I think you would dig that episode. Yeah, it seems like my also seeing the difference, like after I had my son and seeing him and how he has like, like no connection to the spiritual world, like doesn't believe in ghosts, like doesn't never believed in Santa. Like he's so realistic. That's funny. He lost his first tooth and he was like, uh, can we not do the tooth fairy thing? Can you just put a dollar in my pillow? Oh like, my God. like, Mom, can you just put it in my 401k? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then to see my daughter, who's so like, she'll, she's so like, she'll go outside and she'll be like with her bare feet. And I'm like, put shoes on. She's like, I'm connecting to the earth, mom. Like, I just need to connect to the earth. You know, in 10 years, she's going to be at Bonnaroo, like running around. <laughs> she's going to start a new Bonnaroo. She's, she's going to be selling crystals. <laughs> Hopefully she uses her power for good because my husband used to say, I think she's the next Hitler. Oh like, no. Cause she has a lot of anger and she's <laughs> such a leader everywhere she goes, like the playground. We kept, we had to pull her out of preschool because the preschool teacher like couldn't control the classroom and yeah. like take control. And she'd be like, we're doing books. And the teacher's like, no, we're doing coloring. She's like, no, we're doing books. And they organizing a mutiny. 
like people just follow her blindly and it's terrifying. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, you might have your hands full. Yeah. Hopefully she's okay. Were, <laughs> as, a, as a kid, were you like that too a little bit? Were you more free spirited or kind of I more in line? Follower, like yeah. I was like under Me the too. radar, like whatever anyone else is doing, yeah. do it. Don't look at me. I know I was described as painfully shy. That's how introverted I was as a, as a youngster. And then I don't know what happened one day. I decided I'd had enough on a podcast. That's like the opposite. That's awesome. I know I decided I was just going to be an extrovert, but, um, so that was an interesting episode. I didn't really know what to expect. I never know what to expect on any of these episodes, but he had a very chill demeanor to have what appears to be an obviously haunted home. Yeah. And the way that he can like conjure spirits with his voice and at any moment, multiple ghosts, like he was like, oh, and then I just told them to do this and they did it. Like, whatever. You know, and, and I think like, so I'm putting my skeptical hat on, right? And I, I, and let's say you go, hey, Noah, have you seen this video where this door closes in the guy's house? I think it might be haunted. I'd say, oh, that sounds fake. But then when you go and watch it, the thing that throws me off the most that makes me think, wow, this might be real. It's his reaction to the knocking because I've acted, I do improv or when the world's not pandemicing, I do improv and I've seen acting and like odds are he's not that good of an actor. It's an insult to him, but I mean, like it would be hard to like play that off. So realistic in that moment where he's like, Oh God, God, you know, it, it felt real. Yeah. And also cause it was like immediate and it was that breath in like, yeah. Oh God. It was the second after it happened. Yeah. Like, he wasn't able to think. He just like, that was his natural reaction. And, and you've seen things. And I mean, I have one experience from when I was young where I saw something, but I haven't seen anything in a while. Like for you all that have experienced stuff that you're just like, yeah, this is something probably supernatural. I mean, do you ever worry like, oh, am I going to see something today? Or do you just kind of accept like, hey, this is part of my life every now and then this is just going to happen? Well, I like ever since my mom told me at a very young age, like four or five, that like our family has a lot of like connection to the spirit world. Like we're all brujarias, we're, you're a bruja, you know, you have that connection. I've always prayed to source or whatever is there. Please, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see the physical manifestation of a ghost. I don't want to see a person in my bedroom. I want to feel safe. So I've never seen that. And I'm 35 now. So I feel like if I haven't seen it now and I've prayed for protection this whole time, I'm not going to see anything scary. Yeah. So I feel, I feel protected. Although I will say that story you shared on our podcast with um, the gurney, that's, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Well, it was an exact footprint, but I didn't actually see the ghost. So my prayers kind of worked. <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, I, I, uh, was with somebody who was a nurse for like six years. Um, she was an ER nurse and I mean, that's, you all see a lot of interesting things haunted or not. Like, I mean, hospitals are just one of those places that I think the average person or like the quote unquote civilian really doesn't understand just how chaotic and how much energy is going in and out of that place. Yeah. It's to me, it does feel like PTSD. Like when you take a step back from it, like I quit nursing in January. Oh, um, okay. I, I don't know if I'm going back, but I'm keeping my license active for the next couple of years. Um, but when you don't force yourself into that environment with all those energies and all that chaos, you realize like how unhealthy it really is. Yeah. 
and how many weird coping mechanisms. For sure. Yeah. I had a really stressful job that, um, I pulled back from, and it's really a game changer when you can kind of take a little more control over your own life and kind of dictate your own pace versus like kind of being at the world's mercy when you work for the public like that. Well, we will get you out of here. I do appreciate your time. Um, that was an absolute blast. I have been dying to get you back on the podcast. It's, I think just with having a kid, it's a little harder for me used to, I could come up with like these really creative, big ways to get like five guests back on one time and do, but it's just harder for me to get there mentally now. So now it's just like, let me find room to have guest host come back and yeah, host with right us. now you're in survival mode and that's totally fine. Yeah. Cause you are literally helping raise and grow an entire human being. I know I'm getting my first okay. tattoo and, um, it's going to be of uh, him. It's going to be like us from behind and holding hands and like walking and him holding his favorite stuffed animal. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, I've wanted one for a long time, but I never like could think of anything like, yeah, I definitely want this. And that was the first thing where I was like, yes, a hundred percent. So, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I will no longer be a tattoo virgin here in a couple months. So oh, we'll see so how it funny. goes. I'm so yeah. scared of needles. I'll probably never do it. I have like a whole Pinterest folder of tattoos that I want. I'll probably never do it. That's how but my phone is. Yeah. Same way. There is somebody who messaged me on TikTok and was saying, Hey, I had postpartum when they cut me open for my C-section. When they cut my, it was the first time I ever had a like my skin cut open like that, I started to have like all these memories of past trauma of things I didn't remember. And I have people that have gotten tattoos who have told me the same thing. Oh Lord. So it can be a healing experience or it can be like a, a haunting opening, experience, <laughs> opening something up because our bodies have memory. So yeah. wherever you get it, I'm super curious if you have like memories flood or if it's super emotional yeah well i'll make sure to let you know oh lord i hadn't even thought about that um so meg before i get you out of here again i do want to make sure our fans go and check out all your awesome content at nurse meg rn on tiktok instagram and then your website nurse meg rn.com um, for you fans that haven't checked out meg's stuff yet it's it's really fun uh, and and she does a great job of connecting stories that even if you aren't a nurse or you don't, I think for me, I like it so much because I, I did, uh, I was with somebody who was a nurse for so long, but even if you don't have those reference points, um, like my wife has seen it, she thinks it's really funny and, and it's just, it's, it's entertaining, but there's also a lot of good advice mixed in there. And it's, I don't know, you just do a great job. You, you obviously have it down. You're following shows that you know what you're doing. So, um, we appreciate you coming on and sharing a little time with us. Oh, thank you so much. It was fun to be on. So with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I am Nurse Meg. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing. 
to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.